The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. State Senate candidate Noah Robinson in studio. We'll talk with him here in a couple of minutes. And I want to get Matt on, too. Hello, Matt. What's on your mind? What are you thinking? Well, hey, Bill. Along with the county charter, um, this is it's anecdotal, and it's just a little side note. Um, a few years back, they were hiring a new superintendent for um, grants passed. Mm-hmm. Um, they had these meetings. They, they brought the headhunter in. He was going to help us find somebody. And they invited people from the community. Some of them were teachers, past and present, community members. We're going around the room, and everybody's kind of saying, hey, you know, what interests you most in a superintendent? What would you like to see? They get to this one guy who's in his 30s. Um, he's from somewhere up north. And his comment was, well, you know, sometimes communities just don't know when it's time to change. Oh, sometimes communities just don't know when it's time to change. Oh, isn't that know. great? And he's just the person to change, right? To change us. Yeah, and this is what happens. You know, the, the ugly American, right, going over to Europe and, and bringing our traditions with us. But people, people don't go places anymore. The left doesn't and live that lifestyle. They don't. They don't come to places like Jackson and Josephine County and blend. They have no interest in blending. Their interest is in change. And so whether conservatives believe it or not, if you sit around and do nothing, then you allow for the change. That's right. The you you will allow, essentially, the Multnomah County Mosque to be installed in Jackson and Josephine County. That's it. You got it. That's all I had, Bill. All right. That's the way to look at it. And think about that. Charter change in Josephine County, uh, the Jackson County for All scheme, which uh, will be about uh, changing the county commission to, it's a no on both. You don't have to think this through too much. It's essentially installing the Multnomah County Mosque uh, style of, uh, of thinking into the county commissions. That's ultimately the goal. That's why the Democratic Party chairs and people that are involved with the Democratic Party want it so badly. Thank you very much. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, this is the Bill Myers Show. This hour of the busy morning, 13 after 8, and we have Noah Robinson in studio. He's a state senate candidate, and of course, a son of Senator Art Robinson, the current one who is uh, naturally bounced out, as we know, because of Measure 113, unwisely voted on by Oregon voters. Do your job! Don't, no, don't protect us! Be there and let Democrats run roughshod on us! And that's uh, about it. I, I have a lot of opinions on it. I'm sure you do, too, Noah. Welcome back. Good to see you. It's great to see you. Thank you for having me on. Okay. This is a, a statement that uh, dad, your dad, Senator yeah. Art Robinson, wanted to actually speak on the uh, floor. On a remonstrance Senate. where he's supposed to be able to say whatever he wants. Supposed to be able to say what he wants. And uh, they would not permit him to say this. That's so I'm, go- I'm going to read... What they would not allow Senator Art Robinson to say. And remember, this, uh, these are the people that are always talking about democracy and free speech. Right? Medical malpractice is the name of this. Last Thursday, the senator from the Mount Hood region spoke about the political way in which excused absences are granted. Ten senators are being punished for simply doing their jobs in the best way they knew how. Is politics so corrupt that a threat to a senator's personal career is expected to change his position on a vote or a quorum denial. And why is the Senate President's office attempting to practice medicine? Twelve senators were absent, but two were granted medical leave. 
My request for medical leave was refused 27 times, even with my doctor's note. Mr. President, I don't mind your office making medical suggestions, but you should not have tried to force them on me. You don't have my medical records, and I know nothing about what doctors you may have on your staff. Was attempting to prevent a senator from receiving medical care a political decision, too? We would like to know. It sounds like medical malpractice to us. Thank you, Mr. President. And they would not let him, they would not let Senator Robinson read this. That's correct. He distributes them beforehand because he often talks on scientific issues, so he always wants one on the desk. We handed it out early. They came up and told him it was unacceptable, that it was too insulting to the president. You're not allowed to throw insults. That's the only restriction. But, I mean, it's just factual. Uh, Yeah, well, essentially the president of the Senate picked and chose who got the uh, the excuse. That's right. And your father was very ill last session. Yes, he was ill. Everyone knew that. He was he managed to do a fantastic job, Bill. I, I was mm-hmm. helping him out. But everyone knew that. And the other medical excusals were, I think, legitimate too, but refusing my dad was astonishing. Yeah, yeah. And it it does strike me. It, does, it gives the appearance of impropriety by the uh, Senate president. That's right. Well, the way the whole excusal thing was done was everyone knew. It was just it, yeah. was, it was just political. Yeah we're, no... put, yeah, we're putting the screws to you because we can here. And now uh, Oregon voters unwisely have given uh, these political hack artists, in my opinion, it's my opinion, uh, you know, political hacks in the Senate and the House, the ability to enforce this kind of stuff in <laughs> which you will get excuses uh, based on uh, the politics of it. Oh, OK. Uh, you're from this side of the aisle. You get your excuse. You on the other side of the aisle. Oh, I'm very, very sorry. We know your medical condition better than you. Exactly. Mm <laughs> And these are the people that want to control our our medical uh, procedures too. Think about that with uh, with free medical care in the state of Oregon. Yay! <laughs> that would be a conversation for another time. But uh, no, you're running for the office though. So uh, why don't you give us an update on what you're observing here? Give me your your basic take here on uh, some of the bills which ended up passing. What's the one that uh, essentially is going to uh, to well strip even more power? From the uh, school boards. Well, 1583, they mm-hmm. want to prevent them from taking some really bad books out of the schools. The Democrats assure us that it's not going to do that. But obviously, what's the purpose of the law? It's, it's going to restrict it. There's some books in these schools that we can't even discuss on the air. They're too bad. The children should not be reading them. There's been a big backlash to that. And suddenly we have a bill trying to restrict what you can take out of a school. Now, this means then that under the guise of not discriminating, uh, we're not going to, are we going to require school boards to permit uh, any kind of pornographic book, no matter what? Uh, well, that's, that's, <clears throat> a lot of people are very concerned about that. And that's exactly what's, I, I'm sure is exactly what's going to happen. Oh, okay. And uh, so to, I guess we'll be seeing more books like, why aren't you a transgender in public schools? <laughs> Here's how to become a transgender. Yeah, because to take it out would be discrimination and here's how cool it is to be transgender and why aren't you lgbtqia plus 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 okay wonderful okay yeah just t- taking on from hb 2002 which was pushing that stuff on on children and even worse uh-huh yeah but the uh, daily courier is saying that uh, Dwayne younger's comments about these issues that's the real problem for uh, josephine county as an example right uh, <laughs> and, and not the uh, not the attack on uh, local control of schools and not the attack on parents not the okay yeah all right which, which, getting back to local control, my dad has two Senate bills up. They were given courtesy hearings. They were not allowed to even go forward for a work session. We had a nice discussion about it. Matthew's here. He testified on air that he was taught to read by his sister, 
who was 11 years old at the time. Oh, was this the bill that you were uh, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, trying to require that you have a proficiency in reading? Or what No, was that? the purpose of the bill was it was to give more local control to schools. It was to prevent, it was to remove the requirement for teaching licenses for teaching reading. Oh, that's right. You told yeah. us that last and week. And we, he had a second bill to try to have the students do maintenance, which interesting, Denver thought was radical, even though nobody could, how, how, what's wrong with a student cleaning up and doing the grounds work and so forth? Teach him to, teach him to work. Well, <laughs> no, come on, come on, come on, come on, Noah, Noah, you know what this is, what this is. You have the politically powerful state employee union rackets know, that buy the Democratic Party. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> well, the unions, of course, would never like it, but reading, we find from, we there's a hundred. We taught a hundred thousand homeschoolers. Yeah, from our curriculums we used by hundred thousand students, and we know about this. You can teach reading with phonics in about six months, half an hour to an hour a day. You just have to do it. So yeah. all we proposed was they remove the requirement so anybody could do that. Mm-hmm. So the school, your you know, some rural school district could say, hey, we want these children to learn to read. We have some homeschoolers here. We're just going to hire them. You sit beside the students, count, figure it out. It'll cost. You know, half what they're spending that year on the the, child. But the OEA, once again, another corrupt state employee union, this time the teachers union, they wouldn't like that. It means fewer teachers. Yes. Okay. And And I think think also it's, it's, we had quite a back and forth about it, nice discussion, but it's too simple an idea for them. They've got all their committees and they spent a hundred million last year to teach the students to teach reading. uh And we've started a committee so we can bring in people from out of state, you know, instead of just reciprocity on the license, there's now an interstate committee. They said, my dad voted against it, of course. And so they do all this, they've got all this Byzantine bureaucracy and just a simple thing. Let's allow the schools to have someone sit beside your child and teach them to read. That's too complicated. They tried to squirt into, well, maybe we covered by this program, that program. We'll do it some other way. Yeah, and you, know, and you do understand, though, that if you had children doing any maintenance at a school, like, uh, well, I remember when I was a kid, it was a privilege to uh, clean back in the days of blackboards. They still have blackboards in school? I don't know. Well, they, they did in college. I was not in the public school. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. You didn't have a TV uh, when you were growing up. But uh, I remember I would go and uh, you, you'd try to be teacher's pet and then you'd uh, clean the uh, erasers, you know, after school. So uh-huh. you'd, you'd take the erasers and you'd clap them and you'd get all the uh, chalk dust off them. Uh, that would be considered then an insult to SEIU probably because there'd probably be an aide that could be hired to clean the uh, the erasers if they were using those today. Yes, that, I, I was told by one staffer that one of the problems with our bills was that it would take away jobs. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> why have jobs that nobody tax, needs to do? <laughs> as if taxpayer-funded jobs are somehow a boon to the economy rather than an expense on the other taxpayers. Yes. It's a fascinating look inside the uh, fevered brain of the uh, of the democratically controlled Salem legislature. Okay, uh, I appreciate though that uh, you and and your father, Senator, are trying to uh, at least do the good fight in here, and that you're going to run in his stead here at yes. this point and. I think the obvious choice here. Is there anything else that we should be aware of that has uh, been been moving? And well, there's there's a there's a lot of concern about a lot of bills. We don't know exactly what's going to be that that's coming up in the next week. We'll find out which ones are going to make it forward or not. All right. What they about- have a st- gun study bill, which is very concerning. The studies are particularly. They say, oh, we're just going to study the problem. Then they come back with a committee report, and then you know they have the authority of the committee. So you never want to go the rate of a study on something you don't like. Okay. All right. Uh, what about uh, statewide property tax? That was a proposal we've been hearing a lot of talk about. And uh, rumors is that this will probably be kicked to next year for a longer session. But I don't know. What yeah, I hope it's kicked. Yeah, this is a concern as well. And I hope it will be kicked farther than that. But 
Yeah. Okay. All right. And we appreciate you popping by here, dropping by, and I want to make sure that people know about you. And you're going to get a campaign website up anytime soon? Or? Yes, very, very soon. It's it's not up yet. It's going to be uh, robinsonfororegon.com. Very simple, but uh, you can't go there quite yet. We're getting oh. it ready now. Okay. All right. What is your basic take going to be if you are elected uh, state senator? Um, well, you can you pretty much know how what I'll be because I'm very my dad and I have worked together for 30 years. We're very conservative, just basically pro freedom. Um, we're pro pro life, of course. Um, get the government out of your life, that sort of stuff. And do you actually prefer real science as contrasted to political science? Yes, real science. I'm a science PhD in chemistry from Caltech. It's it's real science is a lot different than what they say it is in the news. No wonder they hate the Robinson so much in the state senate. All right. I, I think I understand because they're using real science. We can't do that. The real science says the wrong thing. Yeah, my dad caused a lot of trouble, with, and I worked with him closely on that when he did that petition signed by 31,500 scientists, 9,000 had PhD saying that global warming was not a problem. We were, we had a review article. We sent them and so forth. See, that caused a lot of trouble, um, actually worldwide, for these people. We need more troublemakers in yeah. the uh, state legislature, as far as I'm concerned. Just giving you my opinion. Okay, I agree with you. All right, <laughs> this is good. You know, it's interesting that you bring this up. That uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt that there is warming, you know, going on. Yeah, that's it, natural. Yeah, natural. Yeah. And uh, I know Gregory Wrightstone, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with him yeah. or not. He wrote a book about it called, in fact, I, I think I'll have to talk with him again. It's been a few weeks since I've had a chance to talk. But uh, uh, talking about the, the warming that is actually going on, when you look at the history of the planet, it's gentle and is actually overall beneficial. So that's correct. The focus should be, okay, how do you accommodate what's going on and, uh, and, and work through what's going on rather than trying to change what's going on because you probably can't change what's going on. That's right. The temperature is going to fluctuate as it has historically for as far back as you can measure. And uh, CO2 actually is a benefit. It causes more plants to grow. Higher CO2 levels in, improve the growth rate of trees. But if you had a choice between global warming and global cooling, you'll take warming every time. Warming, of course. Yeah. More people die from uh, from freezing every year. than yeah. I remember even as a child uh, in the 1970s, I was in school. And at that time, the fear was that uh, everything was uh, going to go to a, a global cooling series. And that meant something in Ohio, where I grew up, because uh, Ohio was relatively flat. And the reason Ohio was relatively flat, it was just a few rolling hills, was because, you know, there's like 250 feet of solid ice above us, you know, where, where we were going to school right then. And so the talk was, hey, you know, could that happen again? And let me tell you, global cooling, bad, bad things happen to humanity. Exactly. And the critters and the animals and everything else. And that's what you have to get ready for because you need, you know, good power systems. If if it really cools and it could very easily turn and cool just naturally, we need nuclear power. We need energy. We don't need all these solar panels and we're barely getting by. Yeah. Well, chaotic and intermittent replacing stuff that actually works and uh, that that needs reversed. It really does. Yeah. Noah, a pleasure talking with you as always. You too. Thank you very much. And you're you're always welcome. Noah, Noah Robinson once again. And uh, Senate District 2 candidate. It is 826 at KMED and KCMD. At Batteries Plus, we want to know what moves you. Is it an SUV or a motorcycle or a golf cart or a boat? Whatever moves you drives us. Batteries Plus, bringing power to your life. Stop in or shop online at BatteriesPlus.com. 
It's home show season. Go see Johnson Builders at the Josephine County Home Show and get low home show pricing for any building you need. From small shop to a riding arena, residential or commercial, Johnson Builders has been the leading authority on post and frame construction in the region for over 20 years. Explore the possibilities at the Josephine County Home Show, Friday through Sunday, February 16th through the 18th. Visit johnson.builders for more information. Johnson Builders, building for your future. Did you pick up a few more leaves and debris than you would have liked this fall? Hi, this is Jeff with Quality Tree Service. Winter is the perfect time to prune your trees, and it's also when we offer our best rates of the year. Plus, with a proper pruning, you'll notice a reduction of leaves and debris falling on your roof and property next fall. Call us for a no-obligation quote. Along with our winter rates, we offer senior and military discounts. Call Quality Tree Service or visit us at qualitytreeservicemedford.com. The Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMET and 99.3 KCMD. A28. Interesting things happening with uh, the money, 34, 35 trillion. You know, when you, you, when you get past uh, 110, 120% of GDP in the debt, which is where we are right now, the talk is that uh, eventually you're on a path to currency destruction. Now, is it being destroyed at the moment? No, actually, we seem to be still the cleanest, dirty shirt in the room, which is why now's the time for physical gold and silver as a part of your portfolio. Talk with your financial advisor, and then you go to Jay Austin and Company, Gold and Silver Buyers. And that's at 1632 Ashland Street in Ashland, 6th and G in downtown Grants Pass. You can call them at 482-3715 to, uh, to get you know your appointment if you wanted to do that. But uh, you don't even need an appointment if you just go to their website, fortunereserve.com, fortunereserve.com. Now, Mark and Andrea and the crew at Jay Austin through fortunereserve.com, they're a big fan of you having control of your physical gold. I know everybody else is talking about, hey, gold-backed IRA, gold-backed IRA. Well, it still ends up being a part of the financial system locked away from you and can uh, and can ultimately be put at risk depending on what happens with government you're still at risk of government and political problem there so uh if you want to do some of that fine but uh make sure you have some of it in your possession that you control directly all right fortunereserve.com is where you go to get it fortunereserve.com that is fortunereserve.com click buy they'll even deliver it right to your house j austin and company gold and silver buyers fortunereserve.com We'll grab a few calls before news. Hi, who is this? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Diana. Oh, hi, Diane. Uh, Diane Anderson, you're doing your event tonight, 530 Phoenix, right? Yes, yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I get a good turnout. I want to make some announcements about what's happening in our county. Um, I wanted to add to uh, the valuable information that Ms. Rob, uh, Ms. Robinson had given, and in regard to the literature that children Okay. All right. In addition to your phone is really you're very soft on the air right now, Diane. So I I think so you're going to then weigh in on the push now that uh, the Democrats did passing the uh, the bill, which essentially will strip the school boards of the ability of the ability to be able to uh, to pick and choose what books they wish to have in their school district. And I have a feeling that uh, given that you are co-author of Who Made American Schools Marxist Training Centers, you'll have a lot to say about that tonight? Yes. Um, well, I, I had to 
be talking so much about schools as I am the, the digital dictatorship. Okay, well, digital dictatorship and, and some comment on the schools, too. Tonight, 5.30, right? This is at the Phoenix Library, the library in Phoenix in the meeting room, and it starts at 5.30. And I hope you have a great turnout there, Diane. Okay? Okay. All right. And remember, this is an absolutely free event. Tonight, 530 Phoenix Library. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Welcome. Bill, it's your friend Brad. Happy Friday to you. Brad, happy Friday to you, too. Uh, Got to burn some daylight. Go ahead. We, we, we do. So, so first of all, because you're kind, you'll let me gratuitously mention that our Josephine County Home Show is this weekend starting today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. The, the, hour, the hours today are... Noon to 5 on Saturday, it's 9 to 5, so during the growers' market, and then on uh, Sunday, it's uh, 10 to 5. And the reason that it's important uh, to take note of that is it's anything and everything for your home and property, all, all in one place, there at the beautiful Josephine County Fairgrounds. All right, very good. Tonight, or today, rather, tom- uh, tomorrow, today, and then noon, Sunday. Noon, okay. Noon, right, noon, noon, to five, noon to 5 today. Yeah, nine a.m. to five five tomorrow, and then uh, and then ten ten to five on Sunday. So here's something that just came out uh, yet yesterday. It's kind kind of a big deal. Interfor, which is a big building resources company, just announced the permanent closure of some facilities in Canada and Philomath, Oregon. Now the one the one in Philomath has been has been in business for a long time. Uh, the Philomath sawmill, just to give you an example. They produce kill-dried and green hemlock uh, and dug for dimensional lumber and has an annual capacity, check this out, of 220 million board feet. 220 million board feet, and they just shut it down permanently. I'm telling you, there's big rocks rolling rolling around out there, and, and you need to be paying attention. There's there's a lot of there's a lot more turbulence that's happening. Than what the, I mean, the news media tends to focus on things that, that you know what it is. The nice thing about your show is you focus on things that a lot of the major media doesn't even want to look at. Oh, yeah, they don't want to look at it because it might take some thought process, too. And I'm not blaming them all because it, uh, it, it takes time, and there's not always a lot of time and manpower to do deeper dives on things that we need to know rather than um, what, what government wants us to know. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Thanks for letting us know. We'll have to, now, we got to get you on after the home show's over, and we'll see if we can uh, talk about those rocks rolling around. Okay, Brad? Thank you. Love to do it. Thank you, Bill. All right, 833. Let me grab a couple more. Hi, KMED, KCMD. Good morning. Hello. Hi, Jean. Go ahead, quickly. Okay, I've got an idea for the energy and the government. Okay. All the um, Cotex residents and where she works, turn the thermostat down to 60. Okay. And that goes for uh, Congress, too. Senate and Republicans, after all, they can wear more coats. <laughs> See if they're happy. Well, ultimately, I think uh, if the demand were actually made uh, to live your principles, live your principles right now, you're saying net, net zero. We want you living your net zero life right now and show us how easy and how uh, comfortable that is. Thank you, Gene. Uh, line four, hi, KMED, KCMD. Good morning. Yeah, hi, Bill, Lucretia. Don't have a time for a big one, so just give me a quick take on something, okay? Okay, just 
whenever it's not making sense, just think eugenics. That's the plan. I mean, whether it was 9-11 and what they told us and how Israel loved, said all this is going to benefit us to what happened in Israel with this whole Hamas thing. We know we fund them. That wasn't normal for nobody to show up for seven hours when one minute somebody goes over the wall. You know, Feinstein made um, from his $14 million, he made $4.56 billion off 9-11. You don't think there was a profit? Neil Bush was running the protection of the, the the World Trade Center and then goes ahead heads up the insurance company that gave him that money and all. Just It's just the corruption. And now little uh, 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 Commando Kim is saying Iran's the enemy. My God, Israel and... and no, 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 no. No, Russia's the enemy now. Haven't you heard? Uh, yeah, yeah. N- no, nukes no, nukes from space. It's actually, it's actually old news. But, uh, yeah, you got to keep the sheep uh, frightened about this and ready to shove money into the mouth. All right. Lucretia, more next week, okay? Thanks for the call. I'll take one more, and then we're done. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hello, is that me? That's you. Oh, good. I didn't hear any whoosh. Go. It's Garth Harrington, Phil. Hey, Garth, Uh, go ahead. uh, This bears a lot more discussion, and it's off topic. I apologize, but I just had to say this. This business of uh, expanding from three to five commissioners, Mm -hmm. uh, for the one thing that just bothers me about the whole concept of it is the idea that somehow these are going to be nonpartisan positions. There'll be hidden partisan positions. That's all well, it means. I'm going to say, because, you know, anybody who runs for an office has got to have some sort of a mission on their mind, and they're probably going to declare it in order to get voters. So the concept of nonpartisan just it sounds absurd, and it's costly because, I mean, no matter what you say, Danny Jordan said this last night in his interview, that, you know, no matter what you do, if you cut the salaries in five instead of three, you're still going to have extra uh, space, extra, mm-hmm. uh, 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 what do they call it, operating costs. And and I agree with you, and, and Danny's correct about this, and I'm sure it's going to be torn apart. We're going to hear Denise Krauss just, uh, you know, howls of outrage. How dare you? you know, uh, actually call our baby ugly. But it comes right down to it. You know, we don't have to overthink this too much. Democratic parties in Jackson and Josephine County want all of these changes. They don't want it because they're hoping to get more common sense out of this because they're essentially wanting to make us more like Multnomah County. If If you want us to be like Multnomah County, move to Multnomah County and you will be perfectly happy and welcome there. We And, and you have to remember, uh, Garth, the uh, two most powerful, well, the one most powerful word in the entire political universe is no. Okay? No. And you vote no on this. Don't overthink it. Don't think that you have to actually, uh, you know, buy into the arguments. The answer is no. You don't do this. Okay? So I don't have to think. I just have to vote. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's part of it. And also get your friends to understand this, that these are attacks. These are attacks by mostly the Democratic Party people who are really upset that they can't win uh, countywide elections. So they have to screw up and change the rules. And they have to try to convince you that somehow uh, changing the rules that will make it easier for them to win because they'll be able to win in their little liberal uh, enclaves in their districts. They'll be able to win that, but they can't win uh, countywide. There we go. Well, the, the whole thing, I appreciate the time, and I know you're busy, but I just, this stupid concept that says they're going to be nonpartisan, why would you want two more positions? You know, uh, why, what, would, what would they be? 
Well, they're, they're going to try to convince you all sorts of things that, uh, again, nonpartisan will be good, that voting for two out of five instead of voting for all three out of three is somehow better. They're whining about not being able to take part in partisan primaries, all right? Well, nothing's stopping independents from running for county commissioners, but they understand that most people are not going to vote for the independent. That's just the way it goes. Well, and the one thing at the bottom of the whole thing is the argument that we want less government. Do we remember that? Uh-huh. Now, if we want less government, why would we expand positions? Why would we well, I'll tell you why. Because the Democratic Party wants it, Garth. That's all. That's the only oh, reason this is even being talked. And you have a few feckless Republicans that have joined in on it, too. Okay? And then they, and with a few feckless uh, uh, rhinos that join in, then everyone's able to say, it's bipartisan. Anyway, we'll talk later, okay? Thank you very much. Appreciate, appreciate the time. Good show. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Garth. Garth Harrington. It's uh, E39. Hi, it's Jason at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on wear and ability to navigate icy, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Falcon, Mastercraft, BF Goodrich, and more. For the best tire prices and service, see your local, family-owned Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main in Phoenix. American Industrial Door is at the Josephine County Home Show this weekend. Whether you're looking to replace your door, upgrade your opener with an impressive array of technology for convenience and security, or just have questions about service and repair, the crew is looking forward to talking to you. There will also be samples of all the latest colors, textures, and styles of doors to transform the look of your home. American Industrial Door is at the Josephine County Fairgrounds this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. See you at the show. Good morning. I'm Molly Smith with your NBC5 Morning News Update. During Medford City Council meeting yesterday, council members unanimously voted in favor of the funding for the new Rogue X sculpture. Last night's approval allows for the sculpture project to transition from the conceptual design phase into the production and installation phase. Medford Parks and Recreation Director Rich Rosenthal says the city has consistently supported art projects like these throughout the years. Many council members agree that having this installation for Rogue X is a great addition for the city. The project is in collaboration with local artist Melissa Gillieri, who has done other city projects in the past. Now that the project has been approved by the city, the installation is planned to be completed by this summer. And next week is the deadline for all Oregon students to be up to date on their vaccines if they want to keep attending school. Oregon Health Authority requires all children attending school or daycare to be up to date with their vaccine records by February 21st. Jackson County Public Health's Tanya Phillips says families do have options if they can't get their children up to date in time. Public Health does offer school immunizations by appointment or walk-in at the Medford office. A COVID-19 vaccine is not required for kids. For more information, go to Jackson County Public Health's website. And for local news anytime, head to our website, kobi5.com. That was a look at your morning headlines. For NBC5 News, I'm Molly Smith. This hour of the Bill Myers Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority on post-frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. Coming up on the next Hughes Lumber, when two-by-fours get together, only one thing can happen. Walls get built. 
Check out the studs, followed by contractors and do-it-yourselfers, featuring lumber, hardware, and siding, starring decks, additions, and ADUs. It's the return of home enhancements. But watch out for that naughty pine. Get the best build for your buck values at Hughes Lumber, your top show for quality, price, selection, service. So don't miss Hughes Lumber on Crater Lake Highway next to Garrison's. Winter in Oregon. It means rain. Waterlogged soil expands as it saturates, and that pressure can impact your home's foundation, sometimes even allowing the rain to get into your home. Terra Firma Foundation Systems can help. We've got your back. Terra Firma is the Northwest solution for safer foundations and dry basements and crawl spaces. One easy call can protect your home this winter. Click GoTerraFirma.com. Schedule a free evaluation. CCB 173547. That's GoTerraFirma.com. Are you adventure ready? Oregon Truck and Auto Authority is your source for overlanding, off-road, and outdoor lifestyle products. Featuring quality options for rooftop tents, racks, bumpers, winches, and recovery gear. LED lighting, dual battery systems, onboard compressors, cargo cases, coolers, and refrigerators. They also offer camp stoves, scuttles, fire pits, tables and chairs, so you're prepared once you've reached your destination. Stop by Oregon Truck and Auto Authority. Your Department of Adventure. 1063 KMED, 99.3 KCMD, and this is The Bill Meyer Show. 843, Kim Andreessen in studio here, and of course he's running Special Olympics Oregon. The Polar Plunge is going to be March 2nd, so is that, uh, is that two weeks from tomorrow? That's right. We have a couple of fun things coming up. We have a two micro events leading up to Polar Plunge this year. We have Dunk a Cop this Saturday. Uh, we're going to be out at North Medford Walmart dunking some cops literally in a dunk tank from see, 11 to 2. See, this is the one time, the one time in your life that you're able to, you know, for a good cause, Special Olympics, you know, to do that. You could actually bring a, a, a little bit of physical, not violence, but, uh, well, you can get some hands on with a cop. Hands right. on with a cop. I Hands like on that. with a cop, like right? That. You know, you're like doing that. that. You're, yeah. you're throwing yeah, the... Uh... Throwing that, dunking them, getting a little, uh, yeah, getting yeah. a little love in there. They yep. can't arrest you. They can't That's do right. Any, no any, retribution. In fact, in fact, they're hoping that you'll dunk them because it's all about money. <laughs> That's right. We're raising money for Special Olympics Oregon and our athletes with disabilities here in our community and across the state. Our goals this year are $1 million raised across the state and $75,000 here in Southern Oregon. How does that contrast with last year, Kim? Uh, last year, we raised about 63000 which was a record-breaking year. We almost doubled what we had been raising in the past. So you're looking for a few more, about 10, 12,000 yeah, more, and that would be right. a great thing. And this ends up paying for all of the expenses involved that's right. of getting the uh, the Special Olympic athletes uh, from place to place and you know, hotels, travel, all the it, rest of it's it. It's not just travel. It's also uniforms, sports equipment, mm -hmm. and access to wellness and nutrition programs. So it's we're really looking at the whole athlete as well as their inclusion in other community events. So this is a great community event. You know, if cold water is not your thing, which I know it's not, uh -huh. um, you can still come see, out. See, I want. See, I would want the like dunk into the sauna. Is is what I would like. Right. You want the hot tub plunge. I want the hot tub yeah. plunge. Yeah. And then I'm down with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know. We're we'll we'll be thinking about that one. But for now, it's the cold, <laughs> cold polar plunge, and we're freezing for a good reason. So. Okay. So tomorrow, Dunkin' Cop, eleven to two, Walmart. Which which Walmart? North, South Medford. North. North, North Medford. Medford Walmart will be right on the corner across from Outback. Steakhouse. Okay. And uh, yeah, come on out. We'll have some food trucks out there. We've got uh, local celebrities signing autographs. What does it cost? What does it cost to be able to throw the ball? So it's five dollars for a ball. Okay. 
10 for two, 15 uh, for three, and $25 for a guaranteed dunk. All right. Now, next weekend, though, it's Soka Sheriff. That's right. Is We're that going to be same place or different? Nope. This is at the Jackson County Sheriff's Office and on uh, 62, and we are going to hose down the Jackson County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> so we're partnering with Fire District 3. They're going to bring the big truck and the big hoses, and we're going to soak them down. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just wondering how you do that, because normally the, the amount of water that comes out of those hoses is... It's, it's not gentle. Oh, okay. So we're going, so we're going to see sheriff's deputies uh, flying across the parking no, lot? No, we're not. Uh, okay. It's coming from above. So it, oh. it, they're running the hose up a ladder, and then it's coming straight down on them. Okay. So it's All still right. cold. It's still fun. And we encourage the community to come out and donate for Special Olympics, support the Jackson County Sheriff's team, as well as the Eagle Point Police team for Dunka Cop this weekend. Okay, very good. And register at uh, plungeoregon.org if you wanted to. You can still sign up for the plunge. You can walk on up to the day of the plunge on Saturday, March 2nd. We're at the Rogue Valley Country Club, and it's $50 per person to take the plunge. But you can skip that dip and come on out, volunteer. We need volunteers. Uh, There's free food out there. We have about 20 community organizations that are going to be tabling. We've got live music, uh, selfies with mascots, and Mm -hmm. all kinds of fun. All right, very good. Kim, good seeing you. Thank you so much. Always Kim Ann Thank you. And this is uh, Special Olympics Oregon Polar Plunge, March 2nd. But remember, tomorrow, Dunk a Cop, uh, Medford Walmart, uh, North Medford Walmart, soak a sheriff at the sheriff's department a week later. Uh, one way or the other, uh, <laughs> law enforcement getting involved in the uh, Special Olympics and uh, helping the cause. And that's very good. It is 848 at KMED, KCMD. Choosing a company to drill your well is a major decision. You have a lot to consider. Experience, reputation, equipment, price, and most importantly, the finished project. Clouser Drilling stands behind their work and guarantees materials and workmanship. Quality and integrity has helped Clouser Drilling grow to be one of the largest drilling companies in the state. They provide the best overall value and make sure the job is done right. Competent and capable. That's Clouser Drilling. Call today for a free written estimate, 476-7795. Visit clouserdrilling.com. February is for sweethearts and sweet savings on a new Ford at Butler Ford in Ashland. Joel here, and nothing says I love you like a brand new truck in your driveway, especially when you can finance a new Ford F-150 at the low, low rate of 1.9% for 72 months. And here's another sweet low rate deal, your choice of Ford Escape or Ford Edge with 0% financing for 60 months. Come to Ashland for low rates, 1.9% financing on Ford F-150s, 0% financing on Ford Escapes and Edges. That's how Ford's cost less in Ashland. Remember, Butler says yes to 0% financing. Butler says yes to bigger discounts and rebates. Butler says yes to giving you more for your trade. Butler Ford and Truck Center, just 12 short minutes south of Medford, right off of exit 19, where we've got your truck, your SUV, and certified pre-owned. Looking for a quality used car, truck, or SUV? Start your search at butlerpreownedsupercenter.com. That's butlerpreownedsupercenter.com. 60 monthly payments at 1667 per thousand finance and 72 monthly payments at 1471 per thousand finance on approved credit through Ford Credit Financing. Offering two. 2924. Sweetwater Sanitation are your experts in the sanitation business. With over 20 years of providing septic services in Southern Oregon, Sweetwater Sanitation gets the job done the right way. Sweetwater Sanitation can inspect, service, repair, and pump your septic tank so you can focus on enjoying time with friends and family and not a septic disaster. Give them a call at 541-821-1426 or check them out online at swsmodoc.com. Sweetwater Sanitation, their service is the difference. Hi, I'm Wilmot from Orleans, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. Delighted that you are here. It is 849, uh, 850, we'll call it that. Man, 
man, was this a busy morning. It was just, you know, you think it's Friday, you're just going to kind of uh, ease into things and, you know, talk about sports, things like that. And no, no, it didn't uh, work out that way at all. Uh, let's have some emails of the day, which are sponsored by Central Point Family Dentistry and Dr. Steve Nelson. It's next to the brand new Mazatlan Mexican restaurant in Central Point. It's a, a newer, nice place. Uh, of course, they really value your time. You're probably not going to have to stay in the in the waiting room very often. In fact, I don't think I've ever waited more than about five or six minutes <laughs> for an appointment ever there. By the way, Central Point Family Dentistry accepts most dental plans and offers one of their own for those who do not have Dental insurance, it works kind of like dental insurance, but it's better benefits and fewer limitations. CentralPointFamilyDentistry.com. Greg Racer writes me this morning, Bill, if we gave unlimited free fentanyl to all homeless drug addicts, would that tend to solve the problem by attrition? It could. You know, Greg, I'm surprised that uh, the... That the Democrats have not come up with this plan there to actually supply free fentanyl in order to reduce the population, in order to save Mother Earth. I I think that would be the next part of net zero, Uh, zeroing out the carbon. And, of course, they're hoping that normal people are the ones that are zeroed out, I think. I appreciate your writing. The email bill at billmyershow.com. Kevin G. says, Bill, the smart meters didn't save anyone a single dime. With Pacific Power, we were talking about that earlier this morning, uh, seeking another double-digit rate increase for Oregon residents and businesses. And if you missed that story, I was talking about it uh, for the first hour or so this morning. It was a 13% uh, rate hike this year, and now they want a 17% rate hike for next year. And it was interesting. I kind of figured out what was going on with my power bills. And for the same $156 bill that I paid last year, or this year, rather, for this month, the same amount of energy a year ago would have been like 128 a year. So it went from 128 to 156, and it will go close to 180-something next year with a 17% increase because everything else increases too. It will be going, gosh, it was just uh, two, three years ago that your typical cost per kilowatt hour here in Southern Oregon was about 11, 11 cents a kilowatt hour, and it was uh, five and a half to buy the energy and five and a half uh, cents to you know deliver it. So it was like 11 cents total. It'll be more than 18 cents. But Pacific Power is trying to comfort us by saying, well, it's, it's still less than California, less than California. Hey, that's great. Where they get the warnings not to charge their cars in the middle of the, you know, the wildfire is coming, but you can't charge your Tesla and get out of the way. Hey, that's great. We'll see what happens. Randy uh, writes me this morning from Ashland. Bill heard on the news the state Senate took up a bill to allow Oregon to stay on standard time year-round. Boo hiss. Daylight time all year, not standard. Yeah, I know if you're a late-night worker, you probably like the sun going down at uh, 930, right, in the summertime. Uh, Randy, you know, I'm a normal person. I, I like to sleep at night and wake up in the day. but So I, I'm kind of a fan of the sun rising at some point before 10 o'clock. <laughs> Well, you see, and I figured that standard time, standard time is the standard. So why not just make that be the standard? Just saying. But we can agree to disagree on that. But I appreciate your writing. Bob writes about the city of Medford, a follow up regarding Sarah Sandspale's comments on the X art sculpture. Remember, we were talking about that yesterday. Question. If voting people were to climb up upon the big metal X and fall and become injured, Would the city be liable for injuries? 
given that stupidity is compensable. Kind regards, Bob Shannon Medford. Bob, that's a great question. Uh, you know what's going to have to happen now? There will have to be an artistic multicolored hue fence uh, put in at great taxpayer expense to protect the art from people climbing up on the X. That's probably what's going to be next. We'll have to see if that ends up being the case in a uh, future city council meeting. Paul Prenton, always thoughtful. He writes me about the Trojan fish. Hi, Bill. The dam removal craze is not a mental illness limited to the United States. In Europe, a total of 6,223 dams have been eliminated. Splashy websites promoting the destruction of this critical infrastructure abound. These sites are replete with video clips where androgynous adolescents exclaim the benefits of liberating rivers. It's all for the fish, don't you know? Ah, yes, the fish. The Trojan horse or fish used to slide the destructive payload past the unsuspecting public. It's big business. And when disasters occur because the water cannot be controlled, it can always be blamed on climate change. Curious. In the Second World War, the destruction of dams was determined to be an important tool to degrade the enemy. And much effort was put in finding effective ways to accomplish this. Famously, the British Air Force developed a special bomb, which they successfully used in Operation Chastise, uh, Chastise rather, in May of 1943 to destroy dams on the German Ruhr River. From Paul. Paul, I really appreciate you writing. You're always thoughtful. And you have uh, an interesting perspective on the truth here. Jennifer writes me this morning, Bill, I thought you and your listeners would like this little thought for today. If guns kill people, that must mean that pencils misspell the words, cars drive drunk, and spoons make people fat. It kind of makes you think. Hope you have a great day. All right. Uh, Wes writes me, Bill, we're going about solving the homeless issue all wrong. Citizens who want their parks back simply need to bring some folding chairs and hang out near the urban campers. It's important to bring a video camera or two. The big clunky shoulder types work well for that purpose. Actually, the cameras don't have to work. Nobody likes thinking that they're being filmed in a shameful light. The excuse is to help these folks uh, be located and presumably rescued by family or friends after images are posted on social media, which also need not happen. Performing these folks unlikely, if not impossible, so the objective is to get them to voluntarily move elsewhere. Any other city on Interstate 5 would be fine, north or south, just not here. So you're, you're looking at kind of a whack-a-mole, Wes? Yeah, Wes writing, he continues, Why do I know this will work? Well, this is what he says. I lived in Garbage Grove, California, circa 1990. The entrance to our sleepy, sleepy little neighborhood a few miles south of Disneyland was a magnet for hookers. In the wee hours, tricks were turned while parked in front of our homes. The disgusting litter tossed out of car windows, use your imagination, was scrutinized by children walking to school in the morning. Police complaints met no response. So a handful of fathers began following the streetwalkers at a safe and courteous distance. One of us carried a video camera, often with no tape in it. The hilarity of the working girls fleeing from us in stiletto heels needs to be fully appreciated. Finally, during our new entertaining hobby, we dads were surprised to witness nearby Anaheim PD officers graciously providing these gals rides across the city line into Garden Grove. <laughs> you know what we nicknamed that when I was in Orange County? Garbage Grove. Garden Grove was Garbage Grove. Okay, Anaheim wasn't much better in my view here, uh, Wes. 
Wes continues, if Jezebel earned a lift in the back of a squad car, how much more convenient was it to simply move her to the next town? Far less paperwork than the inconvenience of booking and incarceration. Problem solved. We should learn from the Anaheim Police Department, plus Abbott and DeSantis, after a few days of the Park Citizen Video Patrol, a voluntary offer of a free bus ride to Salem or Portland, including nutritious hot meal, might win our parks back in time for summer. So we'll just... uh, do what they have done with them. Yeah, it could be. Would that be cheaper? Do we have the grant stream funding? Of, well, our grant stream funding probably couldn't be used for that. We'd have to, might be worth uh, passing the hat for it, though, Wes. You may have a point there. Continue to email me, if you will, please. Uh, the email bill at billmyershow.com. Have a great weekend. I know Monday is President's Day Monday. I will be here, and I hope you'll be here, too. we got a lot to talk about on KMED and KCMD. Drake's Paint, your locally owned Benjamin Moore dealer, has a tradition passed down from generations of painters. The Drake's name represents a foundation of customer service and integrity that this great...